Hey, 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 everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Floor Masters Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, number one floor contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You are tuned in to the Floor Masters Podcast. This is an epic episode, epic episode that something that we've never done before. Um, I'm talking to a actual homeowner about a project gone bad. It's something that is totally not done. So I'm excited about this episode. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I'd like to uh, send a shout out to all our sponsors. The first sponsor being the National Tile Contractor Association. Uh, you always hear me talk about the NTCA. The NTCA is a nonprofit trade association dedicated to the professional installation of tile and natural stone. Hear me clear the professional installation of tile and stone. Um, the NTCA has been around since 1947, sharing education and training and helping develop standards and methods. I am more than glad, more than happy to be a member of the NTCA. Um, it's an amazing organization, amazing people, and there's tons of resources. Y'all hear me hear it say this every episode, tons of resources. Our second sponsor is GoBoard. GoBoard is an innovative tile backboard from John's, John Man, John's Manville. It's lightweight, it's waterproof, it's very rigid. GoBoard does not require any banding. The boards are sealed with the GoBoard Pro Sealant and 10 other alternative approved sealants. So there's a ton of uh, flexibility with this product. It's amazing. I love GoBoard and the price point is very hard to beat. So, oh, you know what? Before I do that, my last shout out is to uh, the, the the amazing tile setter business owner that referred our guest for today. And that's Nick Struzik, the owner of Syndicate Tile and Stone out in Wilmington, uh, Illinois. Nick, thank you for being a, a key factor in this amazing episode. So um, with no further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest. My guest is Miss Mindy. And Miss Mindy is going to tell you guys all of her stories about uh, bad interactions with with contractors and we're going to find out the 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 reasons behind why things don't go right and how we can uh fix this problem, how we can find solutions, how we could improve the relationship between homeowners and contractors because there is definitely a gap and a misunderstanding between two parties. So, Miss Mindy, do me a favor, introduce yourself, tell the people who you are, where you're from, what you do and how you do it, why you do it, who you do it for, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, my name is Mindy Wiley. I live in Woodridge, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Right now, I'm a stay-at-home mom, uh, two kids, and um, teacher by trade, though, and just doing all kinds of random home improvement projects. Throughout the last several years, and having all different kinds of experiences with different types of contractors. So tell us, um, we've talked before the this recording, but 
give give the listeners uh some background on on some of these stories. You, I mean, you can walk us through where it started, um, where you are now. Just give us a little idea of your experience with hiring contractors. Sure. We have lived in my current home for just over eight years. This is the third home I've owned. So I've had like several experiences with other home ownerships. I was not a novice homeowner. We had a thorough inspection before we moved in. And shortly after moving in, we had like several issues uh, come up that just really, it wasn't the inspector's fault, but we just, you know, just things they don't even like look for. So um, some of that ended up being with like drainage and having water issues. Um, And we first hired a landscaper because the property needed to be graded. So we um, paid to regrade the entire property uh, a few months after we moved in and thought that was great. We were going to have like a whole new lawn. We had like all these bushes pour out. We're just completely doing the entire yard. And um, the following spring, after a big storm, we had um, tons of flooding in our basement where we had never had it. And after having several people come out, they told us our property needed to be regraded and it was totally wrong. And we had just spent thousands of dollars to have the property graded. So that was um, very disappointing. We had to reach out to that contractor. There was a huge mess that goes along with that project. But that kind of started our our bad scenarios of, of work in this home. Um, random things happened. We had um, paid a company that's a well-known company in plumbing to come out and rattle all of our lines, put in some new sewers. And about not even a month after they did that, we had another backup and it ended up being a soft blockage which we had been told, you know, once we spent just like like $5,000 that like we'd never have water or switch back up again. And here we did like a month later. And so then we had to handle like a whole nother issue with that. Um, but it was just um, frustrating to spend so much money. It's not like we spent like a couple hundred dollars here and there. It's like thousands of dollars for both of those projects. So then we installed like drain tile and did all this kind of like plumbing stuff. Because we wanted the house to be like safe and dry, and then we started to do like other projects. And so I did. We started with like kind of a main hallway bathroom, and you know had done a lot of research on on different contractors to use. We're not from the area, so we're looking on like local recommendations on Angelus type sites and whatnot. And hired a contractor who ended up being super great, like initially. Um, in the interview process and meeting him, we thought like, okay, we are great, great recommendations, whatnot. And then he was very difficult to work with once he started the project. Um, there was some stuff that just wasn't clear. We had, you know, intended on doing subway tile and we had wanted herringbone and he told us that like his quote didn't include herringbone and he didn't want to do it. So then we asked him to install it like um, vertically instead of horizontally. And he made it seem like that was like the end of the world to install it vertically instead of horizontally, which I still don't understand why it was really that much more work. And um, I was very happy when he was like leaving the project. He wouldn't even do our bathroom floor for us, which was supposed to be part of the project. And he like backed out of doing that because he said he didn't want to work with me. Oh, wow. Um, and it was just kind of crazy. I didn't feel like I was being that difficult by just asking, you know, the tile would be different. 
Um, there's also like he was installing a niche in the bathroom that was supposed to have two shelves, and like I kind of wanted a third shelf. I said I would pay extra for it. He didn't want to put in a third shelf um, in the niche, and so I was just like, you know, told him like, don't worry about doing it. Then fine, I'll have somebody else do it for me later. He went around in circles with like for like an hour talking to me about how he didn't want to do this third shelf and how it was so much more than what he signed on to doing and. The whole time I'm standing there thinking, like, if you just cut the piece of tile and install it, like, that would have taken less time than you telling me how much you didn't want to do it. So that was tough. And again, then he backed out of doing the bathroom floor. So I had a different guy do the bathroom floor who had done some other side work for me in time. And um, then a couple weeks after that bathroom was done, my husband was taking... Uh, a bath and we'd gotten in a nice soaking tub and um, I had a baby daughter at the time and I um, you know was feeding her late at night thankfully my son was in bed and I hear like trickling but I was like maybe it's just like him in the bath and is that what it's not you know like what's going on and um, all of a sudden there was like a huge just like like I knew something like like not explosion but just like a huge crash and I go to our bathroom that was like below that bathroom and um, part of the ceiling had broke through and water was gushing everywhere from above to like into the bathroom. And I was like, Oh my God, what is going oh, on? No. It was like 10 30 at night. I had to like take pictures, text this guy who I like hope to never see again. And um, he basically did not attach the overflow for the tub properly. So like when the tub was like, you know, above a certain level, like all that water was just going behind the wall so he had to come back and fix it, which he did, but it was just like awkward because like him leaving our house had like ended in like an awkward way. And um, then he had to come back and like fix what wasn't right. Um, so then I thought that story was all over. And then we just remodeled through Nick, who referred us, um, who you mentioned earlier, um, was remodeling our um, master bathroom for us. And that bathroom shares a wall with us like a back wall with a hallway bathroom. Um, they butt up to each other. And when Nick went to like take away the wall of the bathroom, he was demoing to like redo the project. My, the niche that this other guy had installed in my hallway bathroom, like the back of it just came with the wall. So instead of the contractor building an actual niche, he used the, back side of the other bathroom's wall to like tile the niche oh, so like man. there wasn't an actual niche built and then when that wall came off um we could see how horribly built the niche actually was and it was just like so that even though i hadn't dealt with that project in four years then it was like coming back again full circle to be like now there's more of the project wrong and you know it just gave me so much anxiety and still does to be like what else was wrong like Nick yeah. was able to see like that he used like not good products like kind of the lower quality like lowest end of how you would redo a bathroom as far as like what was behind the walls and um you know I still kind of sit here like like not really knowing what else is behind or wrong behind the walls that he did at that time and so I just have to kind of hope for the best but um you know, it was just crazy to four years later uncover another issue that had gone wrong with that project. Um, the guy who I had hired to do the um, bathroom floor when that contractor wouldn't do it, 
he had done a couple of different jobs for me. He had worked in the school district that I worked for and like had done some great work that I had seen personally. I was confident like in his work and he installed a kitchen floor for us. Um, we had had a lot of, um, we'd never liked the kitchen floor when we bought our house. And so we wanted to redo it. Um, new tiles and spent a lot of money to make sure we had all the right backing, like everything, like decent quality products. And like within like the day after, you know, of course they didn't walk in it right away, but then I could tell like that the grout was cracking again. Like it had been prior to him doing it and he had to come out and finish a couple of things. And then I'm like texting him pictures and asking about it. And, um, he basically like ghosted us because he knew something was wrong that he did. Um, and like, he didn't want to come out and fix it. So like for four years, we just like dealt with it. I probably would have never ripped it out if it had been done correctly. Um, but we just ended up doing like all new flooring throughout our like living dining room hallway that are all kind of connected. And then, so we went ahead and ripped out that floor in the kitchen, but it's just frustrating because we spent like you know, a decent amount of money to have it reinstalled just for years ago. And then we kind of just dealt with like, I'm like, okay, it was just installed wrong. And I just kind of left it that way and touched up the grout over time. Just so where it like looked okay. But like since the day it was done, it was done incorrectly. And um, when the guy was redoing our flooring, um, we ended up doing like, you know, a vinyl plank uh, thing. And when he was tearing up the kitchen, he was, um, like, basically the guy put mortar down uh, on the floor and then just sat the tiles without having, like, mortar on the other side of the tile. And the guy who was, like, tearing up the kitchen, he's like, these tiles are popping off the floor, like, so easily because, like, like there wasn't mortar on both sides, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? he didn't, um, he didn't, he didn't you as a contractor tile. probably understand, like, why that would be a problem. And so... Um, it's just kind of crazy. And then here kind of, I know I mentioned to you the other day, which is like a still unfolding story. Um, so I was, I have been looking for people forever to like work on this deck. And then my husband and I decided like, we're going to mostly do it ourselves. So we were just wanted somebody to like sand and power wash it for us. And I literally had somebody at like my aunt's house today that I've been working with again, like tried to read like some local recommendations and just get somebody out to like sand and power wash because my husband and I just don't have the time to do all of it and like they did it and it's kind of just okay there's still a lot of paint I mean I watched them do it and it's like not everything's coming up so I can't tell if it was really their equipment or what but like I kind of expected between the sanding and power washing like most of the old paint to be off the deck and it is definitely that and so I feel like I'm still, like, in this moment of this interview, like, just today, living another experience of, like, that's not how I expected that to go, and why do all your, like, reviews and recommendations show not this happening, and now this is our story, and um, I did, I was desperate to get somebody out there, so I would say, like, that's probably a little bit of my fault for just trying so hard, and, um, you know, just feeling like I was like at the end of my rope. I've like been working on to try and get this deck on for like 18 months though, and then keep having contractors fall through. So I was just like, okay, my husband and I are going to do it, but we just want the power washing and and sanding done, you know, and now I'm like, we should just done that ourselves too, you know? Um, So yeah, that's, that's a slew of experiences. And like, we wanted this bath, the bathroom master remodel, we wanted that done like forever 
um, and and even some stuff that we just had done to um, the rest of our house and flooring. But I sort of had like uh, anxiety about just hiring contractors because I, I feel like imagine. almost every single thing that we've done, even though I tried to be educated and tried to like, um, you know, use resources and use like recommendations um, in the community, like I still like would always have something go wrong. And so it's like I had anxiety to even move forward with a big project um, with fear that like I, you know, I'm also dealing with um, a daughter with like some really serious health um, needs. um, And I just mentally could not handle um, a project going wrong. (laughs) So like being in a state of mind where I could like hire a contractor and be able to, to handle it if things didn't go right because like so many projects that we had done had something not go right. And so um, we've wanted to move forward with these couple of big projects for a long time, but like just never knew who we could trust if that makes sense, you know? Okay. And uh, I could yeah, only so there's, imagine. there's my big story. There's like some of big stories of like a million things that have went wrong. And now I'm like, hoping that like moving forward more will go right you know i think i counted as i listened to the stories i think i counted six 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 different projects um Mm -hmm. do you know the dollar amount of the money that you i hate to say it like this but this is just the, the the reality of it the money that you wasted like do you know how much like total with these six projects do you know how much money um well, the landscaping project with the drainage was an eight thousand dollar project, oh my and God. we we uh, we actually ended up going to court for that because we had like enough contractors were like this is like wrong and they like ruined part of like what should have happened in your property and then we were getting more and more water and having to pay to fix that like we had to, it caused problems that weren't there to begin with that we had to pay for too. So we ended up going to court for that. Um, we technically won the case, but in winning the case, we got like half of our money back. Um, so it cost us $8,000 initially, but we got 4000 back that we then reinvested into trying to fix more of what was wrong with that project. So it went back into it, if that makes sense. But like, had we just hired ideally like, somebody from the beginning we'd probably have even less water we still have water issues it's still not completely fixed and different um out there it's like slightly better but um yeah so that was like i'd say we lost at least five thousand on that um and then you know when we had the the plumbing project where we had like the lines rotted and like the new sewer lines put in and the new clean out put in and then we still had backup um, the company ended up installing two like super like really powerful toilets. They are supposed to push out like um, if you have toilets like on the level ground level, it's supposed to like push the product farther. Mm-hmm. And they ended up like giving us the toilets and like just installing them like on them. Um, because I was like really hot when I called there saying like, I just spent $5,000 with you and you told me I would like never have water in my basement again. And it's a month later and I do. So they tried to fix it that way. It's not like that money was completely wasted because we did need the new drain. We did need to clean out. We did need the lines rotted. 
but it was still just frustrating to go through like backup right after we spent all that money. And they did kind of like fix what had went wrong after that. And we haven't had that problem since. So I can't say it was money wasted, but in the same sense, it was like, how did we have an issue right after we it was fixed and then it actually wasn't fixed. Well, I guess, sense, I guess you know? maybe, maybe not wasted. Just, just the, yeah. the, the, but yeah, the price so that of the was project. Like 5,000. And then, um, well, the one guy just like backed out of doing, um, the tile in the bathroom. So I had to have like hire somebody else to do it. And then as far as like, um, you know, the niche was wrong and like, thankfully, you know, Nick was doing like our master bathroom and he ended up like fixing the niche for us and like the hallway bathroom, um, with what he was doing with like our master bathroom. He was like super kind and super helpful to just make sure he left here with us not being in a horrible situation with, with my bathroom. Cause then we had two unusable bathrooms. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it's still like, I mean, thankfully he did that for us, but like that obviously could have cost us a lot of money. And I mean, I'm still in a position where like, I don't know, um, like part of me wants to just have that whole, like part of that bathroom redone. Cause I feel like there's still stuff that's not right. If that makes sense, you know, but I'm just, I just need to like set it aside for a little bit in the kitchen. We lost about like $6,000 on like that, like floor between the flooring and the cost of the insulation and the labor, and the product we had got that, um, you know, was installed and then, um, tore out, you know, it was, um, about like $6,000 of loss. Um, and then like the deck today was like $500 product <laughs> project, which was at my aunt's house, not my house, but still I'm like handling it. So I got, her. I got, I got but dollar in our, amounts in for everything. House, in okay. our own house, I say I'd say that we have lost at least fifteen thousand dollars, if not twenty thousand dollars, in like things that have went wrong that we've had to then have redone. Okay, so we're gonna go with fifteen to twenty thousand. Yeah. All right. Now we got a number. We got an idea of the uh, the weight of these these setbacks. Um, now let's deal with the beginning of it. Uh, what is the process from the time that you have a, a home project that you say, you know what, this is out of my hands. I need a professional. How do you approach that situation? Like what's the first thing you do? So now I, I mean, obviously like once my husband and I like have agreed on how, like what we want and what our vision is, then I have tried to use like community, like Facebook, like I'm part of like Facebook parent groups and then like couple neighborhoods around this area. And again, this is like the Chicago suburb. So like, like there's hundreds of thousands of people that live close to me and lots of contractor recommendations on these like parent, parent pages or like even like garage sale type pages where people talk and like people are constantly looking for contractors and recommending contractors on these pages. So, or like next door and like sites like that. And so like, I'll go, um, and we had used like Angie's list, like before we were really connected to so many people in the community through Facebook, um, and through those parent sites, like I would use like Angie's list and like sites like that. And then try to look at the company. Like once I had it narrowed down, it felt like I did enough research on like a couple of those, um, supposedly contractor recommendation sites. Then I would, um, 
you know, look at their business web page, try and look and see if they had had any like, um, you know, bad things that came up in, in their name, you know, of their business. Um, and kind of like go that way to narrow down, you know, then usually I, I would usually have, um, narrow down contractors and have like two or three come out and like usually three, but like come out and like quote a project to see like, you know, explain to them what I wanted, just see how their personality was, see like who I wanted working in my home, like what they were like in person after I had already like, you know, researched everything online, if I wanted them even to be here. Um, uh, and then kind of from there, like I would get their quote, like, you know, see what their timeline was of the project. Um, and then kind of like, like weigh and balance, like, okay, like what's their fee? How's their personality? How did they seem to like, consider like working in our house? And if that would work within our, you know, circumstance, um, and then choosing somebody that way. All right. So let me and, go, let me go back to, we're going to go back to, uh, the landscaping project. Mm-hmm. Was that one of one, one of the, the, the times that you use Angie, Angie's list. I heard, I heard you say Angie's list was, that, was that is one of the few projects that my husband mostly, he hired that contractor. I probably, done all the other projects have been most researched by me mm-hmm. but like at the time we were working on the landscaping um project and trying to get someone here we were had a few things going on and so like my husband kind of took that under his wing but i know that i can't remember if he used angie's list at that time it seems like he did um but again i i know that he used like um different like you know internet searches of local companies to like have a couple companies out here um, to quote us, and then he he knew somebody who had like personally knew somebody who knew um the person that we hired, okay. um or had who had who had used the person that we hired, so that and they were happy with them, but they had done a much smaller project for mm-hmm. the other person, so um. So you do like you know, some internet internet research to find a local company. And I heard you say that you would uh you would pick like two or three contractors to come out and give a quote. How do you yes. choose who those two or three contractors are? So when I usually I just like um especially now when I do it. No, like, no, no, not not now. I, we won't talk, like, well, talk about we won't talk about then I would just kinda go when I would like try and see who was recommended. Um like I would look across a few sites and see if they had recommendations on different sites. Um, but again, like then we were like relying a lot more on like kind of like what, like Angie's List and like Better Business Bureau and like some of those sites to like um, check out contractors and like if they were listed there and like what their business looked like and whatnot. Um, but we also didn't have as like many resources to find people at that time because we neither of us is from this area. Mm-hmm. So we were like really trusting on those sites that were supposed to already like kind of we thought or they market themselves as screening contractors and like right. how they rate them. And so the person that we hired, for example, to do the bathroom, um, like they were like super like the like Angie's was superstar gold rated like great reviews um 
you know, had tons of reviews on Angie's list site and, um, you know, just seemed, seemed great that way. So one of them was more through that, through that means. And then another one who I had out, um, was through Facebook and like local recommendations and, um, just even searching within other groups of who else had searched for a contractor for what we were looking for and reading through other people's recommendations. So somebody like had their name mentioned several times and, um, you know, I went to their page and was able to see some stuff, reached out. They were like, you know, and here's the thing is like, um, you know, we were looking at like, um, like a, say, say the six to $8,000 remodel. It wasn't remodeling the whole bathroom. It was just like ripping out an old cast iron tub, um, ripping down like old tile that had been painted and, um, and reinstalling a tub and like tile, you know, it wasn't like a whole bathroom remodel. So it was like, like, I don't know, like a five to $8,000 project. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's so many contractors like around us that don't want a project that's that small. And so it was like hard to find a co- contractor who even wanted to come and just do that. If that makes sense. Oh, and we were having the and tile redone too. Um, but um, it's not like the whole bathroom. I had already painted the bathroom. It was like fine overall. The vanity was fine. The toilet was fine. So like that stuff didn't need to be done. But um, so it was hard to find some of the highest recommended contractors that would even come because they can get like $20,000 or like $30,000 jobs. And like, so it was hard to find somebody who just wanted like a five to $8,000 job. So, um, but the two, the couple guys we had out at that time seemed, um, you know, fine, like, like highly recommended by like several people. And I was confident, like one of them was more off a local site. One of them was off Angie's list, but still within our local area. And again, had many had both of them had many great recommendations. So I was confident in asking either of them to do it. And both of them had like a lot of pictures of like remodels they had done before and afters and things like that. So um, I was confident like having either of them. So then it was just like, you know, having them both out, seeing what their timeline was, seeing what their demeanor was in person and things like that. Well, let me and, talk about, um, let me, let me ask about the recommendations. Cause I, I, I hear you saying that they, uh, these people, uh, had a lot of, uh, you know, recommendations. Yeah. What, what did these recommendations, uh, entail? Is a recommendation to say, Hey, check out this company. Or so was like, it recommendations like- saying, Hey, they came and did, xyz at our home this is why you should use them yes more the second thing you said like on angie's list and then i was like on angie's list i would like um look if they had some like you can like um rate you can like say the way that you want to see reviews so like i would look and say like okay if, if they got like a couple one like say they have like 55 star reviews, a few far four star reviews, whatever, and then like three or four like ones or like twos. Like, what do the ones and twos say? Like, what went wrong in those projects that like everybody else is giving them glowing reviews? Well, some people were just like, they couldn't, I didn't like their quote. Well, like, I don't, to me, like, I'm like, okay, like, that doesn't mean they're not going to do good work. You know what I mean? And like, a lot of the one star reviews, I think like, 
some, I think the one guy who actually did our bathroom had done work for somebody and I can't remember what the work was at this time. Um, cause he does like, you know, he's a general contractor and does like mostly bathrooms and kitchens, but I don't remember what he had done for the one person, but they were like, Oh, this doesn't seem right. Like, I don't like the quality of how it finished, but it was like a one review that was like that. And everything else was like a glowing or like a couple other bad ones were like, he couldn't fit somebody in, in the timeline they had wanted. And it's like, okay, well, does that like, I don't necessarily think that that like, especially at this point in my life, I'll wait like six months to have a good contractor. <laughs> right. You know, like I want the project done by a good contractor who knows what they're doing. So like, I'll wait, like I'll wait to have it done right. You know, um, I want it done right. And I want it done right the first time. And so like, I'll be patient and wait, you know? Um, so it's like, I don't look at a like review that's like a one or a two star and be like, Oh, well I liked him, but like he couldn't do my project for like three months and I need to get it done now. Like, I don't feel like that deserves like a low star review. So like, um, when I was looking at like Angie's list, like most of that was like, you know, showing before and after pictures that supposedly the customers had posted besides him having like a bunch of posted pictures that he had posted and, like, customers being, like, this is what it was. This is what it was. They were great to do it. They stayed on their timeline. They were, like, you know, nice. To, they were nice and clean and, like, cleaned up their work when they left. And, like, um, you know, but also courteous and, you know, um, things like that. You know, like, they stayed within their timeline. They stayed within their budget. You know, um, that kind of stuff is, like, what was, like, nice to read and, like, made me trust them. Um, and then there was, like, a lot of projects that were similar to what we had wanted done so um you know it seemed like within the realm of what they had done for several customers so like that's why we hired like reached out to the company that was like through angie's list okay so um, the local one was like less recommendations but they were recommended on like a site and then like when they were recommended several other like a few other people i come in like oh yeah they did my bathroom or oh yeah they did my deck or whatever they were great to work with yada yada and then like they were on another site too and with recommendations so when somebody else was looking for a contractor for a bathroom and so i reached out to them that way so it seems like the recommendations uh were convincing we we, we made it past the recommendation point now once you you felt comfortable with recommendations you moved on like you said to uh these companies' pages and saw pictures of the work. You were able to compare the the similar uh, projects with what you wanted. Were there any videos of them actually doing the work, or of the of their crew doing the work, of them showing the process? Was was any of that available? Um, on the initial bathroom one, I I think it was more before and after. They might have had like a random a couple mixed in that were like stuff in progress, but it was mostly like before and after pictures. So you didn't get a, 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 a good understanding of the process. You just got to solve. The process, yeah. Most you, of them didn't have um, the in progress process of the job happening. Now looking back on the experience, how do you think, that would have uh, made you feel if you were able to see 
the actual work. Like if you were able to see the contractor actually working on a project, it either similar or something different to the job. How do you think that would have made you feel? I mean, at the time, I'll be honest, like I wasn't really looking for it and it didn't matter to me. But now going through what I've went through and knowing that we were like going to do a big bathroom remodel again, like I, um, and then having seen many more um, contractor sites and pages and whatnot, like since that time, like I see contractors that show like, not just the before and after, but like the process to like being done, you know, especially when they're building a niche or building like it, you'll see it when it's like, there's no tile up at all. And it's just like the ripped out, like the ripped out space with like the walls just up, you know, and some of them are like, Oh, well that looks clean and nice. Even though it's just like whatever system they're putting up while it's like weedy or or the dry board or whatever, you know, like you can see it and you can see the scenes and you can see what it looks like before the tile goes up. And I mean, that is like, like, and doing like the project that we just did, um, you know, it was, I did think how I wanted to like hire somebody that like showed pride in the process of their work, not just in the finished product, because you could tell that they were proud of the work in progress, if that makes sense. And they were showing off like the quality of what they did, not just what it looked like done but what it looked like along the way to kind of prove like, Hey, it's like done right. If that makes sense, you know? And I didn't even know to look for that in the past. Like I, I didn't, and I can't even say that I cared, you know, I, I don't know what I would have been like, Oh, that's nice. Okay. See it. But I, I don't know that I would have thought a lot about it. You know, I think, I think that's um, the, the importance of it because uh, in, in the position that you were in, you couldn't care because you don't understand it like you. You, yeah. you don't understand uh, why they're doing it. So you don't know why you should care. I think that's the, the 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 important part of contractors showing the process because they can get the homeowner to understand like, hey, you know what? This is why we do this step. So you don't have this problem. And now the homeowner is like, oh, OK, cool. I get it instead of them just showing before and after and they get to the finished result and then something is skipped. And now you as the homeowner is like, why did it go wrong? Totally. And like, like Nick was recommended to me from a um, friend from my hometown. And I, I live about, um, I grew up about an hour from where I live now. And I have like, I feel like a million friends in my hometown that are contractors, but they all have families and they all have like busy lives and like, most of them are like have so much work to do just in that area that like they don't need to travel to help me not that they don't want to but it's just like too much to do like a big project or whatever and so one of the guys who I had trusted a lot that actually did work for my sister who still lives at home and he had done work for like several friends and I most wanted him to like work on the project and asked him like several times and then he's like I'm sorry I just can't and like he referred Nick to me and like that friend of mine constantly posts like his in progress work and mm-hmm. like besides the fact that I see him like um like doing the work for friends and know like friends are really happy with what he does like you can tell like how proud he is of his process and like when he referred me to Nick I like you know um like went to Nick's like Facebook page and, and website and whatnot and like Nick did that same thing you know so I could see like in progress like work happening and like 
Um, I think she, he even had some like pictures maybe at like um, a child convention he went to where he was like learning how to do something. And I'm mm. like, that was nice to see, you know, of like, okay, well, he's like um, training to even be better within his field, you know, and um, before he even came out to my house, you know, that was like nice to see that passion, you know, just yeah. within his web page. And like now that I've seen that in like, web pages and whatnot you know whether it's facebook page of a business or a web page or whatever like i will probably always want to see that you know what i mean like um but again in the, in the past like i didn't know to necessarily like look for that or even think to look for that um i was just because I, I only really cared about like a pretty end result and i just trusted if somebody got to that pretty end result that what was like in between was also correct. Right. So let's go back to uh, the selection process. We've looked at the pictures. We, we, we considered the recommendations. Now you said that you, you would choose two or three to give a quote after Mm -hmm. having the two or three contractors give a quote. How did you come to the decision to let that one contractor have the job? Like what was it that said, we're going with you. Yeah, it was really hard with like the bathroom project because like I really liked both people, but they were incredibly different. Um, but I liked them both for different reasons. My husband happened to come out and my husband happened to be home the day that the contractor we hired for like the first bathroom gone wrong. Um, my husband was home and he was not home for the, um, other contractors when they were here and when he came out uh, my husband's like a huge techie Mm -hmm. and he loves like digital things and so like this guy came out like he was very um dressed very i mean i mean just in jeans and stuff but very well put together it's not like he was coming out from a project or anything like that um he did a very like good salesman presentation of himself he had his ipad had like tons of projects and certifications he showed us on the ipad you know talked about the whole process and how everything would roll out and costs and everything and um you know it was in what we already knew we would be spending and uh, both of them had about the same price so um that really didn't they were like so i mean almost the exact same price. So like that didn't even end up really being like a factor in it. Um, and so just my husband was, you know, when he, I had already told him about the other guys who had been here, like maybe the day or so before this other one. And um, my husband was just so impressed by like how together he seemed that like, he's like, let's move forward with him. And um, we, um, I don't know, like, it just, there was not really any other reason. Like if my husband had met the other guys, maybe he would have liked them just as much. And then he had just as much as a um, hard time deciding who to go with. Um, but like the, the guy just impressed him enough that like, that's how we made the decision. Now what I'm hearing in that situation is uh, he only saw one option you saw all three my of them. husband did yeah your yeah. husband only saw one option but you mm-hmm. saw all three yeah. so the one option that your husband saw was well put together um 
I'm not sure if it was any more put together than the other options. But as a unit, for your situation, as a unit, you and your husband, you really only had one option because he didn't get to see the other two. Mm -hmm. He could have chose the other other two. The other ones didn't showboat, I'll say. I don't know if I want to call it that, but they just came out. They, like, looked at the project. I had already seen a couple of their things online. Like, they didn't come with an iPad. They didn't, like, they had come from, like, a different job site and were stopping by, like, on their lunch break to just, like, they got the gist of what our project was but wanted to quote it in person. And then they were, like, going to lunch and going back to their other job. So it was, um, you know, they knew I had seen some of their stuff. They didn't bring, like, you know, a whole iPad of things to show me, you know? Um, And so like my husband, you know, knew that, but he was still comfortable like with them had we made the decision to move forward with them. But like, again, I think the showmanship of the other person ended up uh, impressing my husband, if that makes sense. And and I think even if my husband had been here, even if my husband had been here, I think that showmanship, even if my husband had been here with the other people that came out, I think the showmanship of the people person we selected made him feel that that guy was more professional and that that guy was more together, which probably in the end was not the case. So I like in the front end of it, we had no way of knowing that. Now what I can say just from the the contractor uh, side of it, and this is for you and for, for listeners. um, Sometimes, the uh, more qualified or more skilled, confident contractor, they don't feel like they need to sell. Like they, they feel like I know what I can bring to the table and I don't, I don't really feel like I should have to go into too much explanation. It's not the right way to think as a business owner. But some of the skilled contractors is like, hey, if I get it, I get it. And if not, I guess I'll just go do somebody else's job. Like, it'll be yeah. another phone call after this one. So just just moving forward for for homeowners, like for customers, sometimes the presentation is really not a representation of the work because I just have to be honest that some contractors they're just not good at the business side. They'll come in and do the best job in your home, but as far as handling the business side, they haven't mastered that side. Really good with their hands. Business side is I'm still learning, you know? Sure, sure. <coughs> and at this point, I'd rather have somebody who's good at doing the job and maybe less business. And, like, I mean, of course I want them to be kind and, like, courteous, but, like, I just want somebody who's going to do a, a good end product. And as much as like my husband, my husband has also owned two other houses. Um, this is the first house we own together. And um, it's just like, I don't know, like we both kind of been blindsided by like some of the experiences we have been, been through. But we also like, I, he owned houses that didn't need um, really a lot of work in the past. Like he, he didn't, like one of his houses was a newer house and he just didn't need a lot of work done. And then um, like a lot of stuff I did in my past didn't need significant things done. It was like DIY. I lived in uh, an area where I had like friends that did some stuff and um, you know, I don't know. I just did it with 
like my um, roommate at the time, and we just did a lot of stuff ourselves. It wasn't there was no other like major like plumbing issues right. or major landscaping. It was more just like painting and putting things up and things like that. There was no like major like hire contractor unless it was maybe a like plumbing clog that we needed like rotor rooter to clear or something like that. There was never any like significant construction things like in my previous homes if that makes sense you know so So, not not to be offensive with my same with my husband my husband you know so this was like the first time where we had and then like we bought the house like knowing we wanted to do certain things with it but then we just never could have imagined one some of the things that were wrong with the house that even an inspection can't tell you and then two like just like so many like hiring contractors gone wrong you know what i mean so going Uh, going into it did you would have to say that uh you and your husband um didn't have that much experience hiring a contractor yeah we really didn't i mean we really hadn't because we we hadn't needed that in like our past experiences even being homeowners got you so let's go back to. Or if, we, or if we needed somebody, if we needed somebody, we both knew people who could do the work for us, and they were like, we never had to hire people blindly in the past. I guess if that makes sense. Like we, um, I was closer to people I knew that could help me, or he was closer to people he knew that could help him. It was the first time we both lived in an area where like the context we knew that did this kind of work, we were too far from to like hire them, if that makes sense. So it was like the first time we had to hire contractors we didn't know. Gotcha. So let's go back to the selection uh, point of the experience. You guys were wowed by the cleanup, the, 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 the clean cut guy. He made the impression mm-hmm. you guys made the decision. Once you made the decision, was there an actual contract? Did you guys sign yeah. papers? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For like, it was like a general description of the work that was going to be done, which would have been like, um, you know, removing the tub and, you know, existing tub tile walls behind it, re- you know, replacing that stuff, you know, removing that stuff, calling it away, you know, um, total demo and then hauling it all away, and then, um, you know, replacing all that, you know, it would, it would have been, like I said, there was, like, a cast iron tub, you know, old tile that had been painted. Um, so it was and, like, just basic, basic scope to, you know, of work. And then, and then, like, the, yeah, and then, like, the tile. So, like, it was, like, the basic, you know, this is what is going to get removed, and then it was, like, install the new tub, install the new tile of the walls, um flooring and then like it included like to have uh what was called a two shelf neat <laughs> um and so like that was all part of the contract it did it did it uh mention anything Signed about payments did it mention anything about timeline did it mention anything um, about insurance I, warranty I, think, I can't remember if it mentioned insurance or a warranty um but i think it was like you know, talked about it being like whatever, like around a week or a week and a half timeline. I can't remember exactly at this point because like, I said it was like a few years ago, but yeah. um, I think it had a little bit about the timeline in there. 
I don't remember for sure anything about like the warranty, but then it, and it just definitely had like the price um, with it as well. Got it. So there was a contract, but it wasn't a in-depth contract. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, at the, now, I mean, and again, like to me, it seemed like it was. At that point, it seemed like this is, this is a lot. Yeah. Got it. All right. So we, 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 we signed a contract and work starts and on, I think this is the, the bathroom remodel. When work starts, yeah. you guys are initially pleased, right? Yeah. So, I mean, initially it's like work starts and, you know, it's demo. So, like, things are whatever. They're just like everything's okay, whatever, getting demo. That was um, fairly quick. So, we had picked out everything. We had we were just doing the white subway tile here, which we had talked to him ahead of time that that's what we wanted. And then, like, we at the time didn't have a vehicle to pick up, like, our tub. But we had told them that we wanted, like, a deeper tub. And he had said that was going to be fine. Um, and he said that he, if we, like, got the tub at Home Depot, Home Depot really close to us, and, like, paid for it, that, like, he could do, like, a contractor pickup. So, like, that's how we were handling, like, the tub getting picked up. Um, so then uh, as soon as work actually started to do the project that's when things didn't go well now when you say they didn't go well what what was the 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 part that didn't go well what is was so the first number one that didn't go well i can't remember if i told you this um so we get a tub and it's a deeper tub than what we had had and it's like slightly wider and um we had told them we wanted to get a soaking tub though. Like that wasn't like a surprise. We had told them that like initially and he had said it wasn't going to be a problem. Well, when he went to install the new tub, the, so here's my first red flag. Okay. When I was like, okay, that's kind of weird, but okay. Um, he goes to install the tub and, um, the, tub drain is in a different location than the old tub drain because it's a wider tub. Okay. Okay. And he said that his contract did not include having to do plumbing work other than install the new faucet and valve and doing the plumbing work that would have to like move the drain was more than he had talked about and that we couldn't have that tub. Um, and I was like, I really didn't know what to say. I'm like, okay. And like wheels are spinning, but I had also known that there was a tub at home Depot that was like also, um, like a deep soaking tub with like the top, wall of it being just as far out from the wall as like the tub that the guy was telling us he couldn't install but it kind of like angled back like the bottom of it like was narrower than the top of it if that makes sense you know so we were basically looking at that online like troubleshooting like other tubs at Home Depot and like this other deep soaking one because like the top was wider than the bottom the bottom was like the same 
width as our old tub. Um, so where the drain would match up and he wouldn't have to um, move the drain. So he took back the tub we had got and they were basically the same price. And then he got the one so he wouldn't have to move the drain. But that was the first red flag. Cause I'm thinking like, oh, I don't know. I just figured the tub drain was like lining up the tub was just kind of all part of it. But well, even let's, let's guess. say, because <laughs> I can't say that that's wrong. Um, if it's not in the contract, then that is the right thing to do to come to the homeowner and say, Hey, you know what? This is not a part of what we discussed, but this is the opportunity for a change order. We can make it happen, but it costs this much more instead of saying, yeah, and he sort of didn't want to give us that option. He didn't want to give us the option of doing extra plumbing because he said it would take him longer and like, he couldn't fit that into his timeline of like what he gave us for our job. All right. So, uh, contractor wise and, and, and business transaction wise, he just wasn't flexible. Like he, he, he didn't cater to what you guys wanted. He was trying to operate the way he wanted and get paid. Yeah. So, and I mean, that was again, like he knew we wanted a deep soaking tub. So like that was kind of, and he said it was fine. So, like, I a little bit fault him for not knowing that some of those tubs would have a drain in a different location. Like, I feel like he should have told us, like, I cannot move your drain for you. It's not part of your quote. So find a tub that has this drain measurement. You know what I mean? And, like, I would not have known to ask that. Like right. that was definitely something I would have never known to ask. Um, but so it was a situation. My, my just... husband and I, my husband and I had debated which of the two tubs we wanted. Cause there was only like, they had a few different ones and there was two we debated about. And so it wasn't a huge deal that we had to take the one back and get the other one. Cause again, we had debated which one we wanted and then the other deep soaking one could work, but like had the drain that matched up. But like right away it was like, okay, that was weird that that happened. Like I wasn't like, I don't know, like, and he sort of like blamed us for it. Like kind of like, why did we get this different tub? Even though we had from the beginning, like told him, like, we told him our vision. We wanted a deep soaking tub in there. I mean, it was an old school cast iron tub that seemed actually extra short. And so we had, like, you know, tried to tell him that and be very, you know, honest about that. So we didn't know. I don't know. Like, it was like the whole thing was, like I said, like a surprise to us when that was an issue. So there's the, there would have been the opportunity for him to educate you guys, which is what I'm I'm hearing that you you expected for him to say, "Hey, you know what? There's the possibility that when you buy a new tub, a different type of tub, that the drain could need to be relocated. I just need to let you know that before you move forward because if that does happen, it costs more money." Sure. And then also being like maybe saying something like, "Let me know once you have it or once you pick it out so I can like plan my schedule 
if I have to include that as part of the project or something like that, you know, because then it got to the point where he's just like, if we had wanted the tub that we initially picked out, and here's the thing too, is he went and picked up the tub and brought it to our house. So like, part of me thinking like, why didn't he realize when he went to Home Depot to pick it up that it was like, not right. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's like, not that I'm trying to like, whatever like totally bash him on that side of it but like he picked it up he picked it up from home depot and brought it to our house and like all the measurements were on there and he like picked it was in a box and he took unboxed it all and like carried it into the bathroom and then he realized like oh i can't do this so or this won't work you know where i feel like maybe he should have asked so i mean i guess even like um you know our most recent bathroom remodel was like a completely different sort of remodel but i mean we um asked a lot of questions and asked what could be done and what couldn't be done just like you know because we've already went through like bad experiences like we wanted to know that like our vision could happen or if we had to tweak our vision to make it best happen that like what was doable if that makes sense you know what i mean oh, absolutely um, because like even like my husband really wanted like a shower panel like those panels that have like lots of jets on them like he really wanted one of those so like even that wasn't a big discussion like can this be part of it what do you think about this like yada 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 like um you know just to make sure that like when we're buying things like the our vision can actually happen and be realistic for the final look of it because if like certain things couldn't work out or be part of it then we might tweak some of the products that we're buying to make the cohesive look be what we would be happy with in the end um where this guy we tried to explain our vision to him i mean overall it was simple we wanted a new tub and subway tile it wasn't even like it was just like the typical like two by three or whatever they are like subway tiles like so it wasn't even anything like crazy or super fancy but we had planned on doing a herringbone pattern. Um, we didn't tell him that that's what we were planning to do, but he's like, yeah, subway tile, that's fine, that's great. Um, I wish he would have told us then. Like, I didn't think to tell him that I wanted herringbone, and he never told me that I couldn't have it. And, like, that ended up being, like, our next awkward confrontation was that, like, so finally the tub gets resolved gets installed he's like setting things to get ready to tile and like I mentioned like well we wanted herringbone and he said to me he's like well I didn't like you didn't tell me that he's like that's so many extra cuts and I didn't plan on doing that and that wasn't in my budget either and I'm like okay like and then and I was like well what like what and like anytime I said like what else would it cost like he didn't want us to pay more money like he was like this is the time i have for you i don't have the extra time to lay hearing bone tile like like you're gonna have to pick like a straight style because i don't have it in my time frame to like do herringbone for you and it's not for this amount but even if you pay me more like i don't have the time to do it no. So that was like just interesting to me as well because I just like I just said we were doing subway tile like I never said a specific tile but like he didn't say there was like a pattern that we couldn't do you know so 
So on both on both sides, was there the wasn't there wasn't time. there wasn't communication. You didn't tell him what you wanted, right. and he didn't ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noted. Noted. All right. So we 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 we've we'll let's fast forward to uh past the the tile installation. I'm assuming that you guys made it to a point to where it was just like I just need it done because this is more than what I expected. Once you got to the point where you're like, you know what, I just want you to finish. We're going to pay you what, what what we owe you. Um, how was, how was communication afterwards? Like you, you, the job is done. Final payment is made. Um, how was communication afterwards? Cause he, he eventually had to come back for a failure. Like, was yeah. he responsive to you guys? He was like, I, um, like, like the last couple of days and he was in my house were incredibly awkward. He had told me he would not do my bathroom floor that I had to have somebody else do it. He said, I was like way too high maintenance of a customer. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, I didn't even know what, and like part of it, the, the things that ended up being the difficulties were the tub, which again, I don't feel like it was totally my husband and I's fault. Um, this is the tile and the way we wanted it loaded. But I wasn't like super like I was like, okay, like I was caught off guard, but I wasn't like uh rude to him that he wasn't doing it. But I mean I was like, Oh, I wish we would have known like what else can we do? And I was like as he was getting ready to install but hadn't started it, I was like looking at all these different patterns of subway tile like installations because I didn't want it just going across um horizontally like in the brick pattern, you know, and I didn't want it like just lined up straight either. And so we ended up having them uh, vertically in the brick pattern instead of horizontally in the brick pattern, which like, and I've talked to a few other tiles I've sent them and they're like, yeah, that's really not like harder to or longer to install going up and down and across. It's still just a brick pattern. It's just as many cuts and whatever. Um, and it was kind of like our happy medium like compromise that I found something I was like happy with that like he was just as easy for him to do instead of the herringbone. But between that and then like the neat shelf, you know, and the tub being wrong, which again, we didn't feel like it was our fault. He, that's how he said that I was like a really high maintenance customer and that he, I was like so high maintenance that he didn't even want to stay to finish my bathroom floor. So like, the last two days of our project and he had told me that was still like a couple of days left here. Um, I like literally couldn't wait for him to like walk out my door and never see him again. And I mean, I was so nice though. I was just like, you know, tactful and whatever. Cause I still wanted it done and hopefully done correctly. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like I was like, I didn't even know what to say. Like, I was like, besides that, I was in tears. It's the fact that like I had like a baby daughter who actually we had just found out was like super, super sick. So like life was incredibly overwhelming at the time. Um, Like I had my entire downstairs bathroom ceiling collapsed with water and like junk everywhere, gushing with water from the upstairs tub. And I like never wanted to see this man. So I was like, I don't even know what to do. And my husband's like, well, we have to, we have to tell him and be like, what happened? 
so yeah I, he did uh respond like and it was like I texted him late at night and he did respond like um pretty immediately and said he would stop out the next day and look at it and he did well, that's good. And that's definitely good. He was with his son because his son even had come a couple days on the. Um, he had a son uh, that was like, uh, you know, he he was like probably he was probably in his like late forties or something. The contractor, and so his son maybe he was fifty. I don't know, maybe late forties, early fifties, and so he had a son in probably like early twenties. It was kind of like did some of the work with him, and um, his son came out like when they like were looking at what was wrong um and that's when they realized that the overflow wasn't installed correctly and they did fix it and we never had like an issue with it after that um but i like i just wanted to cry the whole time like i didn't like i like i didn't want to see him like i felt so disrespected by him like to be treated the way he treated me and you know and then like I mean he didn't repair like our ceiling that was damaged he just fixed the thing on the tub that you know was um which thankfully we just have had a drop ceiling in there because like all of our piping is like basically in the ceiling of this bathroom the pipes for all of our bathrooms so um it's just like a drop ceiling in there but just like um you know, he fixed it. And then I was felt like I didn't, I almost like didn't even care. Like I didn't even want him in the house to fix that, even though it was going to cost us money. Cause I was just, you know, just um, done. didn't want him here. So let me, let me, <laughs> let me say that, that has not leaked since that time, thankfully. But, um, but then, like I said, like when we just had this, the other bathroom remodel was just on this April. And um, that's when I realized uh, that the niche was wrong. <laughs> And like I, I have not texted him pictures of it yet, because um, I've just been super busy and not in the state of mind to even like want to reach out to him. But he is still a contractor in this area. He has even more glowing reviews on the Angie's list, and is rated like incredibly high. And I'm just like, how? Like it's just mind blowing to me. Like and and like he has all these pictures of niches like on his like finished products and like just at this great thing and I want to like so just post on Angie's list and be like well this is my niche that he built for me and here's the backside of it on the wall of my other bathroom that was taken away when it was being demolished so like he didn't actually build it like I don't know like I kind of want to reach out and be like I don't know what happened but I was remodeling this bathroom and like how did my niche that you installed come off in the other bathroom's wall but I just haven't like reached out and said anything yet. Well, I mean, I I, I guess unfortunately it's one of those, those situations where, um, I I guess it's the, the, the moral of the story is, uh, the experience with the contractor didn't go the right way. Cause we could talk about this one individual all day. Yeah. There's like five other ones. So, um, coming down to it, looking back on all of these experiences, this is going to be, uh, I guess some time to reflect. What do you think 
you and your husband could have done different to avoid uh, having these bad experiences? I guess, I mean, and now I've even talked to a couple contractors that have told me things like Angie's List. And we kind of like, I don't know, we never like put all our eggs in just that basket. But because like I said, and after that, I looked at websites and, and stuff outside of that. But I was also told like, it's kind of just like a gimmick or whatever. But like at the time when we didn't know anybody in the area and had like no way of like finding people, like it seemed like one of our best options of finding people. But now I like know better than to use like and believe in that, you know. Um, and then as far, I, I don't know, I guess just to like, one thing we haven't done is actually like called people for reference, but I guess just trying to like really maybe find out people we know that have had like people in our house or in their houses. Um, it's still hard because it's like I'm still going through like projects here. We just hired a contractor that we technically didn't know and like had to go by like local reviews, you know, but I looked. I looked at many things. I researched him, like, again, like Better Business Bureau. I researched him across many communication boards. I looked at, like, several reviews of his company on different communication boards. Um, and then people who have said, you know, but, like, I also know that, like, that could be, like, fake customers just posting those things. So, like, at some point, even just the contractor who just did a lot of work for us, we're still just hoping that it works out. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it was a great experience. He was a super hard worker. The work he did is beautiful, but I'm hoping that it like lasts. I'm hoping that it actually is done right. Cause even all the bad experiences I've had, like I still like, I really don't know, you know? And I, I mean, I feel like that's, that's hard. I mean, it, we watched him work and I tried to like, without like gawking at him pay attention and we saw the process happening he was a contractor who had many in progress um pictures of his work like on not just his website but his um, facebook page and um so you could see like the work in process not just like the before and afters um and, and he had several projects that he showed like transforming um and like everyone so many people complimented him not just on his like finished products but like how precise he was and how great of mill work was and like the attention to detail and um type of projects we were having like some of that really like mattered to us you know and uh so we kind of just hoped for the best but like looking back on it you know um I guess just like now we know that some of the sites are more gimmicky and to try and like have any people that have maybe like used somebody that can refer somebody to us if we can, um, you know, doing our background research on like products and like what will actually like work best in certain parts of our home and, and things like that. Um, and, uh, it's hard because we felt like we had done that like initially and then it still didn't, didn't work out for us. But, but again, I guess like just knowing the gimmicky sites and then 
um, just digging even deeper into um, as many references as we can get and like sites that we can see positive feedback on. Um, and then also just like, you know, really, you know, making sure we have a really thorough contract um, that states anything that we've talked about, like while they were in our home. Cause like there's certain things that like with that first part bathroom project where we felt like we had said, or like he okayed. And then like in the act of being here, he like kind of like went backwards on, you know, or were misunderstood. So to make sure that it's in writing, like what, like in the contract, what we actually expect as well. And like, so if something's getting installed then it's like, like somebody can't say like, well, I didn't say I'd do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like to to make sure that like when the contract is signed and, and done that like, the contractor has agreed to like whether it would be the hearing bone style or like, I don't know. I don't know what else we would want in that way, but like, you know, like, um, so there's no vagueness to it. It would be, um, the biggest thing for us. Like, so it's not vague. So there is like details in the work that's going to be, um, totally complete. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So let me give, uh, some insight on the areas that I see the the potential for improvement. Um, from the beginning, you, you, you research, uh, look for contractors, you find, uh, some contractors that you may be interested in. Um, I've never used Angie's list. I don't plan on using Angie's list. And again, this episode is not to bash anybody. So I don't know, whether it's legit or it's not legit, if it's good or not good, I'm just going to stay away from saying that it's bad, but I wouldn't look at Angie's list if I were looking for a contractor personally. Um, so once you found a contractor that sparks your interest, when you reach out to them, the first thing I would say is be very clear, like very clear on expressing what you want go down the entire list because every contractor is not good about asking the right questions. The same way you mentioned the guy didn't ask, uh, what design the tile was going to go in. Be very specific to say, Hey, you know what? This is the project that we're looking to get done. This is what I want from the project. I want it to look like this. I want to spend this much money. I have this time frame to get it done. I want, uh, I want it to be done before we just say December. Um, in your case, I have a, uh, a daughter that, that has special considerations. This is important to me. I need this to be, uh, taken care of. I want my house to be clean in the process while we're doing it. Be very specific to say, hey, this this is what I want. I'm not only hiring you for the finished product. I'm hiring you to do all of these things. If I can't have that, I'm going to move to the next contractor. So that's one area that can improve to say, well, you know what? 
let me be let me not wait on the contractor to present everything that they can do as the contractor that showed up uh shining uh looking the complete part because if 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 they don't present it and you don't ask for it and it doesn't get done then you look at the contractor and say well it was your responsibility but in all actuality when you're seeking out a contractor it's the homeowner's responsibility to say this is what i want a good contractor sure. mm-hmm. will ask you but not every contractor will so you you take control in that area to say hey i'm going to go down all of the list of everything that i need considered can you quote me on that once you've done that you got a contract you go over the contract now you you present the contractor with examples go do some research get you some pictures to say this is what I want it to look like or really close to it. Can we do that before signing any papers before um, giving any money? Cause you're, you're still in the process of trying to figure out if they can give you exactly what you want. If sure. they can, mm-hmm. then you say, okay, well now I need to look and see what the price would be. And if it's in my budget, if it's in your budget and you move forward, then you Go further and ask the contractor, okay, now I need to get an understanding of your your plan of progress. How are you going to move forward with this? Because I need to know, do I need to adjust my schedule? Do I need to make some special considerations uh, with my family? Do I need to leave? Is it going to be a situation where I can't be here? Because without this information and the project starts, then it's just, oh, I didn't. Think about that. And it could be on both sides. It could be you mm-hmm. in that position and it could, could be the contractor to be like, oh, I didn't think about that. And then both parties look at the other party and say, oh, man, you didn't you're not you didn't do that. You didn't, you didn't do a good job. You didn't do your God, your, your job. Good. The contractor can look at you and say, that's just a bad homeowner. And you're looking at it like it's a bad contractor. When it's really sure. the mm-hmm. equal responsibility. But you, as the person that is spending the money, is the one that takes the control to say, I need to have everything spelled out to me so I can understand how to move forward. And then you start asking questions to the contractor of if something goes wrong, something goes uh, outside of the plan, because in construction, it always happens. It's not always uh, intentional from the contractor. It doesn't have to be with them being unskilled. Things just happen that were unforeseen. You ask them, if something goes wrong, how would you approach it? How do you move forward? What does that mean for my project? Do I owe you more money? Am I responsible for it? Is that something that you handle? Once you get those answers, then you can then you can say, well, you know what? I feel comfortable about moving forward with this. Okay. I'll mm -hmm. give you a deposit. (laughs) And then once you have all the information and the job starts, now you have, it's pretty much an insurance plan to say, Hey, this is what we agreed on. So if you do anything different, I have a legal room to say, uh, I could either let you go. I could stop making payments or, 
I'm in a position to do whatever I need to do. And that's on both sides. If the contractor mm-hmm. is doing a good job and you step outside of the boundaries, he can say, hey, you know what? That's not what we agreed to. I can't give you any more than what we agreed on. So if you you came back in the situation with the bathroom, let's say you guys agreed on subway uh, in a brick pattern, 50% brick pattern. And then once the job starts, you come and say, no, I want to change the handbone. The contractor can say no, because if you look at this document here, we agreed on the brick pattern. So if you want to move forward now, you have to pay more. A good contractor should be flexible to say, well, you know what? Um, Although my schedule doesn't really permit it, as long as I'm charging you for it and you're paying appropriate price, I can accommodate it. I don't agree with any contractor that's just like, I don't have time to do this. We can't edit. I don't care how much money. I think that's unprofessional. But as as the homeowner, the person that you're really the boss, like you're the boss of the project as 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 the boss of the project that's paying the money. You take control and say, you know what? I need a map of start to finish when this ends and even further than the finish. If something goes wrong within this warranty, which there should be, I need to know how we move forward. So all of those things uh, on the homeowner side can be done to say, well, you know what? I feel really good about this. And even if something goes wrong, I have a plan. I think all of those yeah. areas can can from from this day forward eliminate another situation of going going wrong. Because you can say, you know what? I don't have to move forward until I get every piece of information I need to make a sound decision on who is going to do this job. Yeah, I don't, I, if I can give advice, it would be just reiterating what you just said is, um, you know, like I had a contract that it made sense to me at the time, but looking, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, um, looking back on it, it just wasn't, thorough and it didn't include like all the details and I'm a pretty detail oriented person so it's kind of I guess looking back on it crazy to me that it didn't but I it it just it seemed I read it in a way that made sense to me and he obviously wrote it in a way that he met and we weren't on the same page and the truth of the matter is like we said before because it was vague so like I said I mean and I I did just have a fairly big project done in my house and like it was like even like conversation we had to have was like I was having flooring installed in my like dining room and living room and kitchen and hallway and master bedroom so like we even talked about like okay whose responsibility is it to like move furniture and move things like I knew that I would like box up stuff and like stuff that I didn't want hurt or anything like that but um, my husband was going to be working and like there's only so much that I could lift. So um, there was even that part of it. Like, are you going to be able to like move up to the contractor? Like, are you handling all the furniture? <laughs> like the heavy furniture and things like that. And um, 
or how do you want that handled and what what part do you expect us to do for you to be able to do the job you know like there was a lot of conversation that we even had to have about that and I was talking to somebody else about it like when we were going through the project and they're like I wouldn't have even thought about that you know like somebody else like um, besides us not even thinking about having to have those conversations I'm like well like we had to know like what we had to do you know um, to be ready for the project to happen Um, but like with that one so I made sure that the contract was a lot more thorough without a wiggle room and thankfully he ended up being like a really nice guy and like um he was like uh, installing an an island for us was part of it and then initially we thought we were getting all base cabinets but we didn't we had to get like a couple wall cabinets and have them built up to base height um which he kindly just like did like I, I expected we would have to pay more for that because like obviously that's more work um but he ended up just doing it as part of my job um but we like when I was ch- when I was changing like what that part of the island was going to be you know I reached out to him and I said like hey we can't get like the base cabinets exactly like we want them um you know and we've changed the design a little bit can you, um, is it, you know, we want to get the wall, wall cabinets to like build up to base height, you know, yada, yada. Um, and he like very kindly, like was flexible in doing that, but I did give him a heads up about it, you know, cause it was like written a little bit differently in our contract. And like, he was able to like work with us and be really flexible with us on it, which was great and nice. And I super appreciate it. But like, I, I did know that like, from other experiences I had went through that like it was enough of a change and more work that like he might've said like maybe hopefully that he wouldn't not do it, but that like it would have cost a little bit more, you know, which like, again, thankfully it didn't. And he was just kind of did it for us. But, um, you know, I guess that that's again, all part of some of the stuff of what I've learned and doing all the other projects is just a, if you as a homeowner want to change anything, make sure you reach out to the contractor and ask or tell them what like your intentions are before they like show up. Um, but then also just have like as thorough as a contract as possible. So they completely understand like your vision without just assumptions, you know? Um, and like, I, I even had like a similar issue when we were installing the kitchen floor that I said that the guy like ended up doing wrong anyway, um, we wanted that going diagonally. And when he came out, like at one point I know I had told him that and asked it, but like, we didn't really, have, we I didn't have a contract on the kitchen floor. Cause it was like just the kitchen floor. It was just like ripping out tile and putting the kitchen floor in. Like, I didn't know it had to have a contract for something that was just just that, you know? Um, So, and again, I had already worked with the guy a couple of different times on other projects. I wasn't really worried about it. And then, um, like, he was going to start laying in it. I'm like, no, remember, like, we want the diamond. And he sort of had, like, forgot. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's more complicated, which he did do it. 
but it was just like, I don't know, like one of those things, like, I don't know, I guess as thoroughly as possible, like know who you're at, like, you know, who you are working with and like make sure that they, cause he was nervous then, like the day he showed up to actually do it and he had somebody else working with them. They were nervous about like installing the floor in the diamond pattern, and not just straight. I mean, the um, the, tr- the the truth of the matter is, communication is key on both sides. Yep, exactly. Right? On, on both exactly. sides, and so and so that's why I'd say just anybody be as thorough as what you want as like a homeowner as possible, and like really, really just. Think about what your vision is and make sure you are expressing that to who you're hiring because you don't want to do what now I've done twice, I guess, and, like, assume that, like, they're not going to care on the way something's installed. And that then, makes sense. And like, then the, uh, the other side of it is homeowners don't know what they don't know. Yep. So. Totally. Um, you can't always expect the contractor to pick up the slack again my personal opinion is a good contractor is going to cover all areas but a big part that i see from homeowners that uh could be improved is patience like being able to take the time to like you said reach out to your contractor and 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 be confident enough to say Hey, you know what? Let's pause for a second. I know you're scheduled to do some work today, but let's pause for a second until we can get on the same page. Because I don't want to have to redo this. I don't want to spend money on something that I'm not pleased with. Let's pause. I do this all the time, and this is not me tooting my own horn, but for contractors, I see it all the time to where, hey, you know what? Tomorrow morning, let's have a meeting before work starts. Even if you don't, it don't, it doesn't have to be a big pause. You can get, get to the job site 30 minutes uh, earlier and say, Hey, look, let's have a meeting before work starts today because I need to make sure we're on the same page Sure. because you're paying good money, 15 to $20,000 for these people to do what you want them to do. A lot of, a lot of homeowners don't realize that you really are, uh, a project manager of a project. You're the boss. Like you're saying what happens. Of course, you're not telling the contractor how to work. And some contractors have their own project manager for their company, but they're coming back to you for all of the answers. Unless you tell this contractor, Hey, you have creative control, do whatever you want to in my house and I'll pay you for it. Which nine times out of ten is not the case. Sure. So the reality of it is the customer, the homeowner, is the project manager of of the job. You are saying, hey, this is what I need done. This is when I need it done. Um, This is how I want it done. I'm going to pay you to do it. That's what project managers do. They show up to the site. they, They check quality and... They they give direction. They say, nope, that's not how it was supposed to be. Let's let's take a step back. But a lot of homeowners, a lot of customers look at the contractor to be that. 
and they just want to be like hands off and trust that somebody's going to do exactly what they want would not without always expressing it clearly. So that's what I wanted to do from from this episode and from your story for other people to hear. The reality of it is if you are hands off, even unintentionally, if you are hands off and you're not uh, directing what you want, things can go absolutely wrong. And this this is this is not what you want inside of your home. Like nobody wants a, a project going bad inside of their home, regardless of what the price is. Even if it was like, quote unquote, cheap, you would still want quality work because it's in your home. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's being able to, to, you know, step back, look at the situation and say, OK, moving forward, I'm not going to give somebody the opportunity to come in here and do something that I wouldn't have wanted them to do. And even if it's a situation where we'll use plumbing, for example, if you have no clue about plumbing, the 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 strategy to to give yourself a little comfort is start asking these contractors questions and say, how like explain to me this process. Let's we'll use the drain for example. Explain to me how how that works. Like how how do you do it? Now the contractor has the opportunity to say, oh, you know what? Well, we remove the tub and then we have to remove a piece of plywood and then we take the pipe uh, and we cut it and then we'll they they get to map out everything for you. Now you have an understanding of, OK, well, this is this is how it's done. And if it's not done that way, you can show up and be like, I thought you said we were going to be removing the tub, taking up the plywood. And in addition to asking them the process. Ask them about what kind of products they use. Like what kind of products you use for your waterproofing? Because once they give you your answer, you can go back and research to be like, oh, I don't really think I want that product in my house. Do we have any other options? Because the one you you mentioned, I don't really like it. So now yeah, you've done your homework. That's another thing I would have never thought to ask that I definitely like any time in the future would have. Like, I didn't realize how diverse shower systems were until now I know, but... I could tell because I heard you, I heard you mention Weedy and Schluter. So I'm like, oh, she knows stuff now. <laughs> What's that? I yeah. say, I can tell that you know now because you mentioned Weedy and Schluter. I'm like, oh, she she got some knowledge now. Yeah, yeah. So it's things like that that, that, that again, I want these stories to help listeners to say, Okay, this is I can ask questions like this before um, before even inviting you into my home. This will be over the phone when you call the contractor. You can you can go through all of this. I spend hours sometimes with potential customers talking to them about all of the details before even getting a deposit before before uh, showing up to their homes. You can do all of this over the phone. And then you can go right back to your home, to your smartphone, to your laptop and fact check all this stuff and then make the decision if you want them to come to do an estimate. There's so many homeowners that they go straight for, hey, I wanted to know when you could come out and give me a quote. And for me, I'm thinking, how do you know you want me to come to your house? Like, what are you basing this off of to know that you want me to come to your house to give you a quote? Mm-hmm. Pictures, 
because anybody could do pictures. So it's, it's, it's those kind of situations for homeowners to be able to sit back and realize that, like, that really does not make sense. Like, I'm just going to invite you in my house just to see if I can get a price from you. Like, I can get a price over the phone. Let me ask some questions to see if I even want your price. Yep, that's a great, that's a great point. So I think, I think, uh, we've definitely made a full circle on where you were, where you are now and how you'll move forward. And I think, uh, the customers, homeowners that's, that are listening and even contractors can take a ton from this episode and say, you know what? I think I'll move a little different because some stuff that I was doing or would do doesn't really make sense. And I can't even justify why I would do it. I just do it because it's common to do. So Ms. Mindy, I definitely appreciate you uh, taking your time to one, tell your story. Hopefully uh, you learned something and I know for a fact that you help some people. So I appreciate you being the first actual homeowner on the Floor Master Podcast. Um, again, I want to thank uh, Nick Struzik of Syndicate Tile and Stone um, out in Illinois. Uh, I think it was an amazing show. How, what do you feel about it? Do you think your, your story did some justi- uh, justification? I, I hope so. Like, I hope people can, um, I, I like advocate all the time for lots of things in my current life. And like, like, uh, so I like in any way, if I can help somebody like learn from a situation that like I've been through, like, I want to do that, you know? And, uh, we've had some bad experiences, but we've learned through from them and, I can help somebody like you know be more cognizant and have a better experience um, initially uh, for their projects like I'm, I'm happy to do that and hope hope that I can so and like like you said that from the homeowners standpoint but maybe there are a couple of contractors listening to that are like you know what like yeah maybe I should like make sure I tell the customer this or that you know um, from both sides of it you know to think like just that clarity in that um you know open language so like everybody like has the same bar set and the same expectations like i think um for both parties to make everything be more easier on both sides i think um i hope i hope that i've like helped anybody um you know get through that better i know for a fact that you did and again i am i'm super excited because i'm going to continue to do these episodes with actual homeowners so both parties can see where where uh they fall in the gap and how they can improve so people don't waste their money because i'm 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 a huge i'm really passionate about the fact that people work way too hard for their money to go through experiences like this and have this uh contractor trauma to where they they don't they don't trust people to to hire them in their home People work way too mm-hmm. hard for their money. So if 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 we can be a part of the solution to help before it has to happen, I'm going to continue to do it. I'm gonna pour my heart into it. And again, Ms. Mindy, I thank you. I'm not gonna take any more of your time. I know you gotta get back to your family. 
I'm going to wrap up the show with a, a little uh, keynotes um, and takeaways. I will look for if, if for whatever reason in the future, which I don't think this is going to happen, you have another experience, feel free to come back on the show. And <laughs> oh, I will. I'll, I'll reach out. I'll reach out. And I, I hope I don't, but I'll reach out. And uh, if I can be of any help in any way about any specifics in the future, um, I'd be happy to do that as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Again, thank you. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you later. Um, and I, maybe we should have you back on for a success story. Like, yeah, well, we just had a success. We just had two success stories. So yeah, we got we got Nick. We got Nick coming up. So maybe we can have you back on once that project is done with, and you can tell us all the yeah, amazing no, Nick, things. Nick did the project. Nick did the project for us already. Nick did our bathroom remodel um, in April. He did our master bathroom, and it's amazing. Like it's it's great, and um, we're so happy and. My husband's like, I, he, he uses that. I use, mostly use our like hallway bathroom and we just kind of, I don't know, like have our stuff set up differently, but he, he's like so happy. Um, and I am happy too because I use it some and, um, but like we're both, it's, it's beautiful. Like we had like a horrible looking bathroom and, um, Nick definitely helped us like get our dream bathroom. So we do shout we out have to, that. shout out then, to Nick for yeah, being an amazing yeah. contractor. Because it's great. I know. So I'm like, what else can he do? What else can you fix for us? But I know he's really busy, though. But um, yeah, he was amazing to work with, and um, we're really happy with that. And then we also had some, you know, stuff done in our, um, like I said, some some vinyl plank put throughout our our house, and a wall taken down, island installed, and some different things to like kind of redo our main living area, and. Um, that went well too. Like that contractor was a great, a great guy to work with and super professional and um, detail oriented and like good with contracts. And again, like good with communication and setting all expectations and all that. And so um, we kind of wrapped up with Nick and then went right into another project. And um, both of them were good experiences. So amazing. <laughs> um, I mean, that means you are, you are a yeah. contract hiring yeah. veterans now like y'all yeah, y'all, yeah. <laughs> y'all have graduated to another class yeah yeah well yeah. again it was it was a pleasure having you on um i wish you the best of luck uh and we will talk soon as many I, I thank you for this amazing episode i'm sure that this episode is going to touch a lot of people great well yeah thanks for inviting me and i'm glad i could be helpful and i wish you all the best too all right you enjoy your day all right. Thanks so much. Bye. Good night. Bye. So Floyd Masters podcast. That was, that was, that was special. Um, we got to hear an entire story. We, uh, we got, <laughs> we got stuck on the bathroom remodel, which I could tell was really hurtful, uh, to Miss Mindy, but we went through all of, all of the things that, that, that made, a bad experience with the contractor. I made notes. We, she mentioned going on Angie's list to hire a contractor. Again, I'm not here to bash any company. Um, I personally wouldn't do it, but from going on Angie's list to hiring a contractor, all these homeowners did was look at pictures and pretty much ratings. 
She called them recommendations and reviews, but I look at it as just ratings. You didn't really get a lot of detail or information about the company from these quote unquote recommendations. So from looking at pictures and a very general recommendation, they went on to choose a handful of contractors and then instantly invited them to their home to give a quote. Doing this will give you put you in a position to possibly have somebody come in and wow you with the sales. They might wow you with the sales, but if they don't provide the information that you need, you may go into a situation that was totally wrong from the jump. So being able to analyze the entire company, don't analyze a person. Like we're not going to analyze that one person analyze the entire company in addition to the person. Okay. Somebody shows you who they are. They're a nice person. What does the company do? Because you're hiring the company or should be hiring the company. I'm not uh, the, the biggest fan on hiring a individual, but that's my personal opinion. So once you analyze the company, See what what all information they have to offer. Can they show you the process? Do they have actual references that you can contact? Do they have a video of the process? One thing I heard from Ms. Mindy is the process matters. She didn't know she wanted to know this information, but it is important to her now because she sees that without seeing the process that things slipped through the crack that she wouldn't have allowed had she had knowledge of it. One thing she also said about uh, Nick Struzik that uh, her hero contractor was she saw him online doing training and how passionate he was about his job. This is a huge opportunity for contractors to, 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 to realize that these are sales tactics It's not just about education. It's not just about you having these accolades. These are things that will win you customers because customers care to see, oh, he cares about what he's doing. There's tons of people that will charge money just to do the job. But these are the things that the homeowners are telling you that is important to them. Takeaways that we can we can we can move forward with as far as. How to hire the contractor. I just mentioned it um, before Miss Mindy got off the line. Get get as much information as you can on the initial phone call. Please, please, for the, 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 the sake of your project, stop calling contractors and saying, hey, I wanted to see when you can come out and give me a quote. If you want a quote, they can give you a quote over the phone. If this is a reputable company, if they have uh, experience and they know what they do, they specialize in this, they should be able to give you a price range over the phone. Stop inviting strangers into your home just for a quote. You don't know these people. You don't know who they are. Why are you so eager to have them inside of your house? And I'm sure you're going to say, because they need to see the project. We have 
tons of devices that will allow them to see the project nowadays. You can send them a video of a walkthrough in your house. They need to, they need to, you're probably going to say they need to take measurements. They don't need actual measurements. These are similar jobs. Again, they're going to give you a price range or they should give you a price range to say, this is, this is what you can expect to, to pay for a project like this. Now you go into the rest of your list of questions. What do you do with trash? Do I have to get rid of the trash myself? How do you, how do, how do you clean up at the end of the day? What products are you using? Cause I don't like such and such product. You get all the information you need before having someone drive to your house to give you a quote, because it's not about the contractor wasting time. It's about somebody wasting your time. You don't have time to do that. We're adults. You have a life. You can get everything you need over the phone. You can do a FaceTime video. If you don't want to just have a, a phone, phone call, do a zoom, a Skype, something, you can sit in front of the contract and they don't have to be inside of your home and you can get every piece of information that you need to make a really sound, informed decision on how to move forward. Have them map out everything that they need to do or you want them to do during the project. And now the contractor can say, well, you know what? I'm really not qualified for this one. Because the things that you requested from me, we don't do that. Now you can say, oh, okay, it's not a surprise to me. I don't have to have you on a project and a week into the job, you say, oh, well, we didn't talk about that. I don't, I don't do that. These are the power is in your hands as a homeowner. Contractors, you have the ability to wow your customers. You have the ability to wow your customers if you can take heed to what's being said in these conversations and go a step above of what other people are doing. And now they're like, well, you know what? I really trust you. I trust that you can get the job done. You're hired. So these are the takeaways I want takeaways I wanted to have for this conversation. I thank y'all for tuning into the Floor Masters podcast. This is the new wave. I am trying to bridge the gap between homeowners and contractors was because as you can see, this woman went through six different situations with six different contractors that fell through because of a lack of communication because of a a misunderstanding between the, the parties. This is the way for the floor master podcast. I'm here to bridge the gap between homeowners and contractors. I appreciate y'all for being here, for uh, tuning into the episode. I want to take this time to read one of our reviews from the Apple, Apple Podcast reviews. This review comes from Jeff C921, and the review says, We've been in business 16 years. Every Floor Masters podcast I listen to, I have to share the information I learned back with the team. Small bits of info are the little nuggets of gold. The recent podcast about should I have a showroom gave me some ideas about what I should do, be, what I should be doing differently with my showroom. Great stuff. Listen and learn. That's just one of our reviews. If you want to leave a review, please leave a review. I will shout you out. I will say your name. I will tell what you said and we'll show y'all some love. In addition to that, if you want to show love, you want to support the Floor Master Podcast, you can do so. 
by going over to floormastersmerch.com, getting you some gear, getting you some swag. I don't want you to just send me money without anything in return. Even though I'm giving you these podcasts and giving you this knowledge, I want you to be able to say, you know what? I'll support and I can also look good while doing it. We got all kind of stuff, hats, shirts, t-shirts, workout gear, book sacks, fanny packs, socks, tons of stuff. So if you support the Floor Masters podcast, make sure you go on the website, floormastersmerch.com, get you some gear, um, make a purchase. It's going to only help me increase and improve what we're doing right now. I want to take this time to send another shout out to Nick Struzik of Syndicate Tile and Stone, man. You are a big part of this episode, a big part of a totally new way for the Floor Masters podcast on educating these homeowners on how to do better, educating contractors on how to do better. We just want to bring everybody together. It's all about education. I appreciate you, Nick. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Floor Masters podcast. We're going to have another homeowner on the next episode next month. I will give y'all some bonus episodes in between. Thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all are amazing crew, amazing community. If you're in the tile game, if you're in the flooring game, go on Facebook, become a member of Floor Masters Pro Group. Like the Floor Masters podcast page. Thank y'all for tuning in. I am out. No, 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 no,